Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mohahaha. Ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the voice. I'll explain later. I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival from the 3rd to the 29th of August, except for the 15th of August. I'm on every day on George Square in Assembly Room 4. The link to the tickets to this show, Stephen Mullen Ouch, are available. And the link uh, that I will have in the description to this podcast. Otherwise, you can honestly just Google Stephen Mullen Ouch and it'll come up. And you can come see me here at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival at 5 to 5 every day from the 3rd to the 29th of August. That's a long time, except for the 15th. See you then. Let us do this. Hey, Stephen! <laughs> you can change your filthy animals. Man, oh man, oh man, woman, oh woman, oh woman, have I got stories for you. What a crazy week it's been here at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, but thank you so much for coming back, and welcome back to episode 108 of Hello Steve-O Podcast for this Friday, the 12th of August, 2022. What a week it's been. It's time doesn't pass normally in this situation like it does when you're in your normal life. Time doesn't, you know, there's no days, there's no like, I know it's Friday today, but it doesn't feel like a Friday to me. You have to remind yourself what day it is. Like, this is like being at summer camp, you know, when you went away as a kid and you were, um, I don't know. I mean, I went to the weird summer camps. I went to the Christian summer camps, you know, where we were all um, doing prayer meetings in the morning and then playing football and trying to shift girls in the evening and then more prayer meetings before bed. Yeah, true. I think it still happens. Let's be honest with you. Um, <laughs> should write a podcast on that. Oh, that was. I did have a thing about that in my first show, Son of a Preacher Man. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, explain the voice, Stephen. Explain the voice. Um. I just sent a voice note to a friend there who wrote back to me and said, that sounds like the voice of Love Island Australia has been at the Edinburgh Fringe for a week. <laughs> Which is fair enough. I get it. Um, it's tired. I, I'm, I'm not up that long. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm in good form. I have to say a little bit tired, but I, I'm in good form. Now, the reason for my lateness, for my tardiness and getting to bed late last night was that this is a very Edinburgh Fringe thing. And those of you who are in the real world or going to your job or you're listening or you're working at home are going to hear what I'm just about to say. And you're going to go, Ugh, oh, my God, those arty people. But I got invited out to see the full moon last night. I know. I mean, my initial reaction is like, why do I have to go out to see the full moon? I can just... <laughs> Look up in the sky. Doesn't matter where I am, does it? But then it was like out in the meadows, which is just this huge, massive uh, park in Edinburgh here. 
And at a certain point in the evening, loads of crowds kind of gather in the park. And um, I don't know if it's every evening. Maybe it was just for the full moon. But Jesus, the bang of weed off the meadows last night. And uh, met some some new. I was hanging out with some New York actors, and they invited me to come out and see the full moon. It was actually really nice. Hung out with them, had the chats, and the moon was impressively low in the sky. I don't know if anyone noticed that. It was very low in the sky, and it was bloody huge and very bright. So I was cynical about it. But then when I did finally find them, and then I was like, right, where's this bloody moon? And I looked over. I was like, oh, that's pretty impressive. It's pretty big. It's pretty bright. I thought it was the street light. So that just kind of went on till you know. Do you know when you do you know when you're in a situation where I really should go home, I really should go to bed, but it's just like I can't be arsed moving. Well, that's the story of my bloody life right now. Let me tell you. Every day I have a show, and every day it's like I'm sweating after I come off stage. I'm really fucking. I'm, I'm losing the pounds. That's the good one, the good thing. And um, and then I always sit down with a couple of gang from our crew from the agency. And uh, if I, I I really shouldn't sit down immediately after the show because then I can't get up for ages. I cannot get up. Um. So then that was the same last night. We were out in the out in the meadows with the full moon, and somebody had a birthday and had a cake, and they were just playing music and uh, chatting shite, To be honest with you, and then it was just like oh, I can't move. It's midnight, and I can't even bloody move. But I got it was it was a lovely evening. Got to uh, meet the cool people that were the cast of a play that I went to see the other morning by a theatre company called Dutch Kills. They're a New York-based theatre company, and they did a play called Intelligence, which was really a play like um, I don't know if you guys watched Homeland, which is a great show. I loved it. It was a CSI, not CSI, CIA um, show, uh, like the Criminal Intelligence Agency. I think that's what this stands for. Um, the CIA basically in the US and it's kind of following around the main character of uh, Carrie and um, it actually ends up, the series ends up going all over the world. They had My favourite season was probably the Berlin one. Um, that was, although it was bloody heartbreaking, great drama that one, but, my, but the Berlin one was probably my favourite season. I think that was season six. But anyway, you should check out Ho- Homeland. They go to Afghanistan. There's all sorts of crack that goes on. Anyway, Intelligence, this play that I went to see was like a little bit like Homeland but on the stage, and it kind of really argues out the 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 moral uh, conundrums that one goes up against when you have to deal with terrorist organisations. There you go. It's a bit of crack. <laughs> um, and I haven't seen many other shows yet. Now I did go to see David O'Doherty. Whoa, is me. Excellent show. Well done, Dave. It was great. That's on the George Aikman Theatre at half seven every evening. I would say get a ticket, but um, I know he's got an extra date added, but um, I don't know if um, there's any tickets available. But anyway, if that's one recommendation, Jason Burns' show is well up and running, so go and see that. He's absolutely killing it at the moment. Um, And if you're in Edinburgh as well and you haven't seen me and Mama, go see Des Bishop because his show is um, only here for another week, I think, because he's only doing two weeks. Check out Julie J at at 3.20 in the Gilda Balloon. Oops, this is toxic. And um, that is, yeah, my recommended Alison Spittle-Wet. I'm going to see Kat Cohen. She's doing her work on progress stuff. I'm going to see Randy Feltface, who's basically a puppet on stage. I told you, I think I told you last week that I brought a puppet on stage in my show and then realized, hmm, I don't really know what I'm doing with this fucking thing, do I? (laughs) It's a lot harder than you think. So, yeah. It's all going well. Today's episode is a a story of genuine sadness and tragedy, coupled up with um, 
some some highs and some lows and um, some you know in general I think look the thing about Edinburgh that's got me so far is just the tiredness that's what you have to look after and I'm doing my best um, but I'm not even doing that much I'm pretty much flyering doing my show and that's kind of it a little bit of hanging out and I'm exhausted lots of people are telling me that just being around the festival because where we are in George Square it's just busy 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 people 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 uh, flyers, uh, food trucks, beer gardens, you know, which is all great crack, but I suppose without realising it or subconsciously or something, I don't know, just being around that energy the whole time is exhausting, apparently. But um, I had I had a couple of evenings, oh, I don't even know what night, I'm not even going to try to remember, where I was just like, Jesus Christ, I am going to fucking, like, aching with tiredness. My body was sore with tiredness. Then, I suppose you don't realise the steps that you get up, you know. I'm definitely losing the pounds. Just walking around the whole time for hours, flyering. I say hours. I do. I never do more than an hour because I'm like, feck that. There's two other girls on my team every day that are doing it. So, it's just like, I'll just do a solid hour. It's a bit more of a selling, pushing point if it's the guy who's performing the show is going out and doing the chats. And, thankfully, um, it's been great. I cannot complain. I had, as I said on Instagram stories the other day, I had one pre-sale on one show uh, when I went flyering, and that, I got that up to 24, so I was delighted with that. And then, yeah, the quiet days, I'm like, oh, God, it's five today or whatever. And um, I seem to manage to get the numbers up with the flyering. So it's great, you know. It's um, Hopefully the weekend comes in now and we can get a couple of full rooms. That would be absolutely lovely. But thank you to everybody who has uh, come to the show so far. And it's totally, it's very hard to read because it's totally random, the crowds that you get. It's not like going on tour with Des or with Jason and understanding what kind of an audience audience you're going to be dealing with. It's not like gigging in comedy clubs because you have an MC on beforehand to warm up the room, to get the crowd going, to... um, set the tone of the room to find out where everybody's from, to figure out what's going on in the room before you go up on stage and you can go and kill it and go bam, 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 bam. None of those things are said. It's the Edinburgh Fringe, the biggest fringe festival in the world. So you literally don't know who's going to be in that room every day. Like the day before yesterday, I had a show that I was like, brilliant, killed that. Well, didn't kill it, but just like, you know, I know what the show is, these routines, I know what this is about, uh, blah, 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 blah. And um, I'd, I'd written some new routines, I tightened the top, I'd done different things at different sections of the show. And then it, you know, then yesterday's crowd come in and it was completely different reactions to completely different stuff. So there's no read on the room. There's no, no matter how much I try to MC it up the top, no matter how much crack I try to have with the audience, chatting them at the top, there does not seem to be a read on the room. Which is why the Edinburgh Fringe makes you a better comedian because you have to figure it out in the moment every time you do a show. No two shows are the same. You can prep the arse out of your show all you bloody well want, but whether it's going to work or not for an Edinburgh audience... um, it's it's difficult to know because an Edinburgh audience are different bunches of people every day. Um, so it's the I, I'm 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 I am I was going to say I'm trying no I'm just embracing that challenge I'm just like fuck it you know. Literally the other day I was going right there's one person in today fine I'm going to give this person a show. Now um, unfortunately that went up to twenty four so it wasn't so much of a challenge you know what I mean. <laughs> but it was. Um, 
it was uh, it, it has been great overall I can't complain about the shows like I've said look I've said what the challenges are of the show and every day I'm working coming up with new ideas to try and uh, rewrite stuff to come up with a different way of doing things to try and make something better um, so every day I'm kind of working at that aspect of it and just trying to um, look after the energy levels as well because like yesterday for the flying I swear to God it was roasting i was only out there for an hour and i took about three breaks like in the shade put a bit of water on my head because it was so hot just to be standing out there in direct heat and trying to get people to go to your show i mean the poor scots as well like i mean irish and scottish people we haven't got the skin you know like, we're not built for this type of weather so you know, you're asking a scotsman do you want to come see my show he's like only if it's in a fucking fridge <laughs> um but the audiences have been fantastic. And and it's one of those weird things that the fringe I'm learning as well. It doesn't, you know, you, you think you're getting multiple people in to see your show every day. You think that that's going to translate into, you know, followers on Instagram or on all that kind of stuff. It doesn't really work that way at all. Edinburgh Fringe Growers are a very specific type of people. They've lined up. They've planned what it is that they want to see. They have a schedule for every day because there's thousands of show on every, uh, shows on every day. They have a schedule for every day of what it is that they want to do. And they um, go and they go and see show after show after show after show. So sometimes you're dealing with an audience member that has just seen another show and you're just another one on their list. So it's hard to get them going or excited or to laugh or whatever like that, you know. Um, but it doesn't translate into Instagram followers, interestingly, because this show really, really does work on, no matter how much you spend on the social media aspect of things, the only way that this Fringe Festival really works is on recommendation, is on somebody going, you got to go see this show, this is great. That's literally the way it works, which is kind of cool. It's great that it's just like social media and all that kind of stuff is a little bit irrelevant to all these crew, to all the Edinburgh Fringe people. But um, it's all word of mouth. So at the end of every show, you have to say to people, please, this f- the only way people come is because of recommendations. So please do recommend this to your friends. Um, so it is good. And I have been enjoying myself altogether. Now, I will tell you about what is genuinely a tragedy that has happened in my life in the last week as to um, what has had me. Um, I actually didn't get too down about it, but when you have, those of you out there who have kids, or those of you who remember being a kid, to have your heart broken on this level is just harsh. It's harsh. Now, I don't want to give away too many details, because as you all know, I've always kept the details of my uh, daughter's life private, but I will say to you that at some point in this week, very recently... It was my daughter's birthday, and she was in Portugal with her mother. I was there with her for a bit, for for a week, before I had to come over here. And the plan was I had organized everything for them to fly to Dublin, have a night in Dublin, and then fly to Edinburgh so she could spend her birthday with her daddy. And she was all excited about this. It was going to be a big birthday for her as well. She was going to come and uh, enjoy the Edinburgh Fringe and see the kids' shows and do some flyering and all this kind of stuff. So it was a big deal for her. The accommodation was sorted. We're going to have a little party for her here and all that kind of stuff. And her and her man get to the airport only for her mother to realize that... mm -hmm. Now, listen, be nice, okay? Because I'm over the annoyance of this, okay? But just be nice. Because her mother tried to travel into the UK on her EU travel card. I don't know if um, anybody's seen this in the news recently. And if you're listening from abroad, if you're listening in Australia, if you're listening in the US, 
you might not understand the significance of that. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. But it has been in the news of late that the United Kingdom is no longer in the European Union. Scotland is in the United Kingdom. Therefore, if you try to travel into the United Kingdom on your EU travel card, it ain't gonna fucking work. So, they were told as much on the Ryanair flight, and I had told uh, said mother to have to travel on a passport all the time anyway, because some airlines, even if it's in within, within the EU, will only accept you using your passport. Turns out that the indiv- this individual's passport has also expired. And she's Portuguese and she was in Portugal for three weeks and didn't fucking get a new passport. So, that was the tragedy because I came off stage after a show during the week only to have a text message saying bad news. And I'm like, you're joking me. I video call. And I'm obviously pissed off because I've set everything up. I plan to go and collect them at the airport and blah, blah, blah. And most importantly, more than anything else, you know, I was just looking forward to seeing my daughter. Well, how things change when you're on a video call and your daughter is at the airport sitting on a suitcase with her mom and she is inconsolable. Tears streaming down her face. I want my daddy, I want my daddy. And all you can do is have, you know, 
you can't get upset in that situation because you have to console her. Her poor little heart is broken. And her mom is crying as well. And it's a really, you do remember being a kid again because you do look at her and kind of remember what it was like when you were a kid when something like that happened. And I know, look, it, it's not the end of the world that nobody died. We're not in Ukraine. But when you're in a situation where you're going to see your parent and it's for a special occasion and it's such a, a big deal that you're going to do it at a, a big massive fringe festival, it's kind of heartbreaking, you know? And she was gutted not to see her dad. But here is the beauty of children and their minds and the imagination. And I know the way her mind works, and it's beautiful, really. And I do celebrate it a little bit in the show. Because even amongst all those tears, and it took me a while to console her, and I had to uh, get her mum to put the phone up to her ear so she could hug the phone while I was talking to her, and she could listen to me at the same time, and I calmed her down. I told her this. I said, look, you know, we could do some magic, and tomorrow isn't your birthday. She stopped crying. She starts listening. Because you know that Daddy's going to be back next week anyway for a day to visit you. So that on his day off that he goes back, he was going to do that anyway. So do you know with magic that tomorrow isn't your birthday at all? And we could move your birthday to when Daddy's home on the 15th. What do you think about that? Tears stopped immediately. She looked at her mom, she looked at her phone, and she said, how many days is that? And she counted the days. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, so we've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. Great. And then, ba 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 mom. And that was it. It was over. Magic worked. She was like, that's fine. There's no party tomorrow. I don't want anybody telling me happy birthday tomorrow. I don't want anybody uh, bringing me any presents. I don't want any cake. I don't want any celebrations. I don't want any birthday until my daddy is home. <laughs> and so we did it I think it's amazing that kids have that kind of resilience and the day that it was her birthday I called, I went to see if she's okay I said her mom, is she okay But that was her actual birthday and her mom said she hasn't mentioned a thing because as far as she's concerned the birthday doesn't exist <laughs> which is pretty cool you know I think there's like there's a lot to be learned from that like even in myself you know Sometimes when things are a bit shitty or I, I see things as a bit shitty, like with the power of magic, really. I mean, it's just perception, isn't it? How we can just change something around and kind of go, well, that doesn't exist now. Crack on. The things that hurt us in life or whatever, the, the, the ability to let us go or the things that are definitely out of their, our control. Like I've got a few things going on, for example, career eyes for me that make me worry about, you know, what's the future holding? What's financially going to happen for me? Like I don't, my, my work is kind of like, uh, uh, you know, where, where's the next step? Where's the next move? How do I move up the ladder? How do I make more money or how do I sell more tickets? Blah, 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 blah. But then when something like that happens, that's genuinely the moment when, when children, like, uh, children teach you that you can only deal with the things that are within your control. <laughs> and, and it's funny how we can do that for kids, but then we don't flip it around ourselves and kind of go, oh, yeah, 
that exact same methodology that I've used with a child, I should be using on myself. Because there are things that are out of my control and I just have to move on and and do the next thing, you know. Make something else happen. So, if anything, all those tears drying up and her big brown eyes and that moment of her going, how many days is it to my birthday? Was just magic and taught me a lot. I'm realizing as I'm telling you guys, I'm realizing from my own self, yeah, there's a few things that I'm not that fucking happy about or that I'm worrying about or that I um, stress out about. But actually, do you know what? Let it go. Just do what's in my control. All I can do is the best I can do with this Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Make this show the best show that I can have. Have a show that, um, should the opportunities come up, that I will tour Ireland, that I will do it in the UK, that I will do it in Australia. That's the dream for me. That's what I'd love to do. But for now, all I can do is make this show great. So that was the tragedy of this week. It was a little bit difficult and it was very sad when the cake got delivered to the house that I'm staying in, the birthday cake that we ordered. And I'm like, does anyone want cake? (laughs) Birthday cake for one? But it's all good. Honestly, I, I wasn't because um, very kindly, um, like my agents and um, other comedians and stuff around were very kind, checking in on me, kind of going, oh, you okay, you okay? Because everyone knows that I'm looking forward to seeing my daughter. But um, um, I, I am okay. It's all good. I will live. Because honestly, her reaction to the whole thing made me kind of just go, well, <laughs> uh, if she's teaching you something there, Stephen, crack on, you know? So um so that was that was the tragedy of this week and for a moment it was a tragedy but I am delighted that I do get to go home and see her anyway and um I'm going to do my best to sort out a situation where she could come over and see some shows anyway because still it is an amazing thing this Edinburgh Fringe Festival and it w- sh- it is a thing that children should experience it is the largest arts festival in the world and that sounds on a lot like uh, well, I can only speak for myself. I know in my head that I kind of would have just fobbed it off a little bit in my head and kind of going, yeah, yeah, whatever. But regardless of be- me being a performer at the, at the festival, it is a special thing, like, that thousands of shows are on every day that tends to, well, I presume millions of people b- b- over the course of the month come through to see live performance, to see comedy, to see cabaret, to see theatre, to see music. Like, it's crazy to be walking around the streets and to have so many shows on and the possibility of doing so many different things. I just think it's... it's When you're in the middle of it, and maybe when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have appreciated it as much because I would have been out. I would have been out in the pool drinking beer the whole time. But now you kind of come over and it's just... Like, I'm old enough to, and even though I'm working at it, I'm old enough to appreciate this is pretty special. Like, this is pretty special. Like, a huge arts festival like this is pretty bloody special, you know? And I haven't got to see enough shows yet, and I am planning to go and see a lot more. But it is special to kind of, um, the more I will go and see other people's shows, the more I'm going to go, you know, hopefully be inspired and hopefully go, this is amazing, or give me ideas, or be inspired to see the way people other people are doing things so yeah 
it's a it, it's a beautiful thing and it's also lots of like-minded people are here and i don't mean like-minded and like we all think the same way it's all people who are accepting of people who are a bit think a bit differently creatives who have different ways of expressing themselves all over the place it's just a good energy to be around and then all of a sudden somebody asks you do you want to go and see the full moon and you go fuck it why not sure we're at the fringe <laughs> So it's this joy to, to be around uh, so many um, like-minded people or open-minded people, shall we say. Maybe that's a better way of putting it. And um, it's the weather, sweet Jesus, has been tough. We need, I'm not going to lie to you, comedians now, we need some rain. That's what we need for the fringe. And I know that'll piss everybody else off, but let me tell you, we need some fucking rain. Get them wet. <laughs> get them wet so they want to come inside and watch some stand-up comedy that is my selling point still the air conditioning but um yeah it's uh it's it, we could do with some look at also the other aspect of it is that if you can come over like i think edinburgh is a great thing to come over for the day um if you're in ireland or if you're other parts of the country, there's so much going on here. You could literally go on the internet, pre-book a load of things, go up and see a few shows because it is inspiring to be around so many people that are creating so many things. However, the reality is that from I've heard from all the venues, from all the major players who were um, the event companies that put on the big um, the big shows, that like overall it's a bit of a quiet, quieter year. That's understandable. The world is going through a tough time. Everybody's going through things financially. Um, in the south in England, there's still rail strikes going on, so it's difficult to travel and all that kind of stuff. So I get it, you know. If you can, I'm kind of saying, if you can go. Like even fucking Mr. Reiner said yesterday, Michael O'Leary, that it'll be a while now. It'll be a while now before you'll see the super, tr- the super cheap 99p flight, let me tell you. So things have changed. I get it. And the first thing to always go when people don't have money is the arts because people are like, I ain't got money to spend on that shit. And it's understandable. But uh, if you can, if it's possible, absolutely get yourself over to the Edinburgh Fringe. It's just great crack. Uh, people are asking me for recommendations. Um, yeah, send me, hit me up on, on old Instagram. Now, I'm going to go now because... As you can hear, my voice is tiring. Oh, it's probably warming up. I haven't washed. I haven't brushed my teeth. I have not had any breakfast. Um, I'm I'm thinking... Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking. By the way, the coffee scene in Edinburgh is absolutely stunning. There's an amazing amount of cafes that are doing really, really good coffee. Like, top of the range. Like, specialty coffee places. Like, it's a much smaller city than Dublin, but there's definitely way more uh, specialty cafes, I'd say, here. However, brunch is not really a thing here. Which I find a bit mad. But anyway. So yeah, lots of places don't do eggs and stuff. Like, you know, all those beautiful cafes, they just do cakes kind of a thing. You know? Brunch, not really a thing. Did not know that. So anyway, I'm going to try and either get myself some eggs. I haven't got time to that. Let's be honest, Stephen. You're running behind already. Des has just asked me to go and play pitch and put. So I think I'll do that. And um, that is it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for all the messages. Lots of you are messaging me. And I feel like, as I said last week, I feel like I'm representing Ireland at the Feckin' Olympics here. The amount of kind messages of support that I get that people going, fair play to you. It looks like you're killing it, steve I mean, I've never said I'm killing it over here. I've never said that. But what I am doing is working my ass off at a new show and being, um, yeah, just doing my best. 
So that's all you can do. And remember that now as you listen to this on a Friday or the weekend or whatever whatever thing it is that you're doing or whatever thing it is that you're worrying about. Remember, remember the five-year-old, now five, who was supposed to go and see her father and was at the gate to board the flight and was told, you're not going to see your father and it's not your birthday now. And that five-year-old went, right, fuck it. I'll move my birthday and I'll get on with it and I'll stop crying. An inspiration to all of us, I think we can all agree. Thank you so much. Do get in touch. If you're coming over, yeah, send me a message. Um, The link to buy tickets to come see me in assembly is there. And um, that's it, really. Peace and love. I'm going to go brush my teeth and have a wash. Like, you got a filthy podcast off me today. But I think think this podcast has been good for warming up my vocal cords. La, 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 la. I don't think I'm going to go higher. La, 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 la. (laughs) Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Peace and love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.